Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is... Brian, now that I can't be suppressed. <laughs> uh, you've been you've been suppressed for a while now, Brian. Uh... Yeah, but now we just <laughs> tested to make sure it, it, I am suppressed. I cannot, I can no longer clip anymore. Yeah, well, we, not that I have been for a while. We fixed that about like six episodes ago, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> He's just now finding out he can't push his audio into the red. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> David, how are you doing? Ah, doing, doing pretty well, doing pretty well. We, uh, we finished Tiny Tina's Wonderlands last night. We oh, were. Yeah, I forgot we, you know, we were going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. well, remember a year ago when we were so excited to play that game? What happened? <laughs> well, it what la- happened to the excitement? Well, it launched on uh, the the Crapic Store, <laughs> exclusive for six months. The Epic Store. I'm sorry. Um, no, get it and, right. Get your terms right. Yeah, it's it's a pretty crappy store though. Um, no, no, don't pretty... you dare say that. Is, they added a shopping cart. They have a wish list now. <laughs> they are they're they're getting close. So so they're they're still basically Steam Year One, even though Epic's been around for I don't know four or five years now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long they've been around. Uh, way too long for the, their store to be as bare bones as it is. But. Uh, <laughs> The, what killed the excitement? Waiting for six months to play it, and then when we played it, we realized that six months they did like no quality testing or patching of the game to make it. I mean, they might have, but it doesn't seem like the game was in a pretty rough state like six months later. So, uh, well, yeah, we didn't well, really run into too many bugs. What about the weapon shake bug? <laughs> There was some stuff, but it wasn't. It's not like unplayable. Like it's, no, it's a pretty playable. polished game still overall. That's mm. my take, at least. I don't know. I don't know why you'll disagree, and I would love for you to back it up because I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just felt the gun- gunplay wasn't quite as smooth as it was in past Borderlands games, just in general. Like not beyond the drops not being fantastic. It was also, we beat the game really fast, and we weren't playing on, like, easy. We were playing on the hard difficulty, and we beat the game in, like, 15 hours. Yeah, it's a it, it's a really short game. Um, it was really hard getting invested in the characters, because they, they, and, and they bring in two new characters, other than, you know, Tiny, Tiny Tina's the only, like, recurring character. I mean, if you can't... And the note-taker. The note taker, but that don't usually, spoil it though. Don't spoil it. That you don't. Though. You, not, you don't find out. You don't find out about the note taker to the last like fifteen minutes of the game. Yes. <laughs> uh, the note taker kind of puts the game. It, it, it uh, gives you kind of when this kind of takes place, but all the characters that really talk to you are new characters, and it was hard for me to get invested in them because there weren't any like returning characters or other than Tiny Tina and Butts Dying. If you if you count Butts Dying as a uh, recurring character. <laughs> yeah i don't know no good guns uh we i mean honestly we probably could have beat the game in probably 12 hours if we didn't get lost all the map was really all the bad. maps the map design is really kind of poor i was i i would it was poor i was gonna i'm trying to like think of like a better way to like not as negatively impact this game but the map design is poor level design is poor well, because it's in a, a fantasy world, there's no vehicles, so the maps aren't quite as open as previous Borderlands maps are, so they're a lot more corridory, and it's just a labyrinth, and the maps have multiple levels, but it's not clear when looking at the map how to get to the other levels, because they don't connect 
<laughs> anywhere on the yeah. map, so you don't know where to go to go up. It, it was really hard to read. I mean, and but, we've played a lot of video games. In why have we played a lot of video games? This we have played a lot. This I've never had such a problem with a map. <laughs> I, I, I've never had such a hard time reading a map in a video <laughs> game before. It's, it's, it was not good. Uh, so I mean, it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'd probably give it like I don't know, five. Five or six out of ten. What would Only you play it if you're a big Borderlands fan. So Only you can be disappointed and join us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't recommend uh, Borderland, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, early uh, to any general audience. Only if you're a hardcore Borderlands fan, and even then, have fun. I, I still can't super recommend it. <laughs> well, uh, jumping off of that because you know we just finished tiny tina's and that's really we actually we got a i feel like we got a good chunk of what we were going to say out real quick real quick but uh you also said oh yeah i think it's finally caught up anyway you were asking me just a moment ago in case this gets cut out of the podcast due to latency issues you're asking me about my other gaming news i had because i told you i had gaming news but i didn't tell you beforehand so uh, they just announced uh john romero co-creator of the og doom is working on a new fps with the Unreal Five engine, I, I'm assuming yes. I'm assuming you heard this, but you just didn't yes. guess what, what it was. Yes. Um, well, let's hope it's better than Daya Katana. Okay, <laughs> I can do that. I, I'm on board with hoping for that. Oh, well, I mean, I think I think Daya Katana was a good idea. It just wasn't a good idea in the '90s when the technology wasn't quite there yet. Um, I'm hoping Unreal 5, as powerful as it is, will be able to live up to the vision John Romaro has so that the game will be good. Uh, because I love Doom. I mean, gotta love Doom. OG Doom, OG Doom 2. But uh, his efforts at Iron Storm weren't the best. But I really hope this new game will be good because the Unreal 5 tech demo, the Matrix tech demo on the PlayStation or Xbox... Is absolutely stunning. Uh, I, I can't wait to get my hands on more Unreal Five games. So something from the original maker of Doom and Unreal Five, I want to try out. Hopefully it'll be good. I hope so. Hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it won't be Daikatana too. Well, I also got news. You know one of them. You don't know the rest of them, but maybe you know the rest of them. Yeah, just like you, just like you knew the one. <laughs> yes, the one. Yes. Uh, David, the Lord of the Rings trailer from the new one, the brand new one. What are your thoughts on that? Because I have probably the same thoughts. <laughs> Belrog. They did show Belrog. That was that was the best part of the trailer for sure. And as at far least as, for me. And as far as we know, they could have just they could have just ripped that from the old Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> they just, they just stuck it, it in because the, the the design was identical. So I mean, at least they got well, it should be. Yeah, it should be identical. They've already established what they look like. Don't well, change it now. Oh, well, I mean, they're changing other things of what people look like in Lord of the Rings. So I mean, <laughs> you never know. It could have been a. <laughs> It could have been a different type of Balrog. Yeah, it could have been, you know. <laughs> could have been an albino Balrog, you know. Cause it could be. Who knows? Who be, knows with these Balrogs nowadays? This is bound to be an albino Balrog somewhere. Oh, but yeah, it looks like a generic fantasy uh, show. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's just kind of like there's not really anything to, like, poke at besides the Balrog. It's not fighting back. <laughs> yeah, it's just it just seems super generic, like... I don't know. Like it, it feels. 
the age they're in, it feels like they're going to be infusing a lot more action into this than there actually is. Because, I mean, sure, like, in the Fellowship of the Ring, we see, you know, the battle against Sauron. But I'm sure that takes a while to happen. Like, it, it, if things eventually get worse and worse, it builds up to that battle uh, at the beginning yeah. of Fellowship of the Ring. Which is which is in the past. It's 2,000 years ago. But, I mean, like, I just... I mean, like, for them to have conflict constantly up until that point, I don't, I don't know. It, it feels like it, he just, I don't know. I, I haven't read the Cimmerillion. I don't know if there was constantly conflict, but I'm gonna doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put in a strong spoonful of doubt onto that. <laughs> I'm gonna because I mean the, uh, the the elves live for a long time, and like that's like the one time they point back to where it was really bad, and it's been two thousand years. Like so, uh, so basically between. Between them putting away Sauron, it's been 2,000 years of basically peace. I mean, there's some yeah. orcs here and there, you know, that were in The Hobbit, I guess, maybe, but not really, because the movie was weird, but... Well, there's always some bad guy going on, but there was no, like, big bad going no on. No huge you know? bad. And, like, the, the bad before Sauron, it was, like, supposedly even worse than Sauron. <laughs> Mor- <laughs> I, Morgoth? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Um... So, I, I don't know. I think it might have been more interesting if the show was about the previous villain before Sauron, but it looks like it's going to be a Sauron origin story. Because I'm guessing that's the kid in the trailer who's evil-looking and Oh, makes, the, makes the, us... the like, guy with the white hair that's kind of like, has like a weird haircut? Yeah, I, I think I think it's the Sauron origin story, maybe. I don't know. It's called Hopefully The Rings not. of Power. So, I mean, it is, because it means The Rings of Power. Sauron forged the rings. So, I mean, it's going to be his... It's gonna be his <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's gonna be the Sauron origin story. Yay! I'm so excited for that. Well, speaking of not getting uh, disappointed and being very happy, uh, they showed another House of the Dragon trailer. David, did you watch it? No, I did not watch this one. So, since you didn't watch it, uh, what I thought about the House of the Dragon trailer was it looks cool. Because it should, because they did uh, Game of Thrones, right? Like, it, it, Dra- Game of Thrones looked good with the dragons and the CGI and the VFX and all that. So, beyond that, uh, that's really all I got for the House of the Dragon trailer, is that it looks visually pleasing, but this show's going to come right down to the writing. It's going to well, be all writing for this show. Of, of course it's going to be on the writing, which is why I had zero interest in watching the trailer, because the trailer is just going to show me what I already know. HBO does good visuals. Uh, they've and they've got a good look established in Game of Thrones already, so they're not like the trailer was gonna look good because they're only gonna show like cool looking parts in the trailer. Uh, yeah, there's no way to know if the show will actually be good until we watch it and see if the writing's any good. Do you think this show is going to be able to earn back the respect people lost or? The Game of Thrones franchise, I, I but not not book re- not book related like fans like show related fans. Show related think, fans. Do you think it's going to be because people still respect the books? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I personally am not super interested in watching it because the last season was so bad. I waited years to watch the last season, and it was still disappointing. After yeah, reading all the negative things, and it's like, wow, people were negative enough. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's. It ended really bad, and I feel like most people who watched the final episode or that final season of Game of Thrones probably are in the same boat as 
you are. I'm also in that boat. I'm not really that excited to watch it, but like, maybe I'll maybe I'll wait and see what like people are saying about it before I dive into it. But I hope it's can be as good as the first few seasons of Game of Thrones because if it does, hopefully it'll have a huge cultural impact. Because it felt like when Game of Thrones was airing. It wasn't just, like, nerds who were watching it. It felt like it was, like, a culture thing. Everybody was just invested into Game of Thrones, whether you were a nerd or not. And it was weird. It was a weird time. Well, the issue I have in general, prequels don't work. Star Wars prequels were supposed to be a surefire hit. Didn't work. The Hobbit prequel, I mean, The Hobbit being the prequel to Lord of the Rings, and that didn't work. Um, Enterprise. A lot of people hated Enterprise, which was a prequel to the original series. Uh, Discovery's also kind of a prequel to the original series, also terrible. So, I mean, like, it's like prequels just don't super work. I mean, Strange New Worlds, I guess, is technically a prequel also to TOS, but people really love Captain Pike, so people are really giving that a pass. Uh, it's been pretty good. I haven't finished this, the the season yet, but um, it's been not it's been not bad. So, I mean, there's at least that. Well, but uh, R. R. Martin is a producer and writer for the show, which so. is why we're never ever getting the other books for the main series. I don't, yeah, man. I'm not. <laughs> I think we'll get. I think we'll get this book he's working on right now at some point, at some date, unless something he mysteriously dies. But he, past he, that, I don't think so. He he's post date the release date till after his death. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think after he dies, something will happen like the Wheel of Time where somebody will want to tackle that? I don't think anybody wants to tackle that's a That's a tough thing to tackle. There's not a lot of people that write like him. Brandon Sanderson could probably... He said no. He's not touching really? it. Really? It's not, his, it's not his style. It's not his, like... He doesn't have, like, rape and all that in in his books. Well, and, like, could, in, in breeding and all that. He'll just have to channel some... You'll just have to do some necromancy and channel it, George. R. R. <laughs> necromancy and channel it. I'm channeling George. <laughs> channeling George. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Brandon Sanderson to do that kind of stuff. I mean, he might. He, but I wouldn't get your hopes up for that because he did say he's straight up will never touch it if he dies. Wow, so. really? I don't know. Yeah. If if Brandon Sanderson won't, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it has a hope. Yeah, I After. don't think it'll ever be completed. Maybe some fan will do it. Who knows? And then they'll get backed. Anyway, yeah, that's that's that. We got our we got our uh, George our George hating out. Uh, two more things I got. I got two more things. Wow. Uh, this one is real quick. Everything, everywhere, all at once was a movie that came out earlier this year. It's probably my favorite movie of the year. It's super good. It's like if Doctor Strange was actually traveling multiverses. It was really good, and it's getting a re-release. So if anybody hasn't seen it, I highly recommend it. Oh, so yeah, I heard that. that was coming back to theaters again. Yep, it's really I, good. I never, never got a chance to see it. It's fantastic. You should see it. I don't know what, I don't know if it's like a theater release or like it's like you can stream it now. I don't know what the heck it is, but whatever, there's more opportunity to see it. People should take advantage of it. And now. Mich- and Michelle Yeoh is just great. Yeah, she, the, whole, the whole movie is just great. It's just a great movie. Uh, D&D trailer. Who would have thought, huh? Who would have thought? I know you've seen it. I've seen it. And I think both our consensus was it's just dumb enough where it might work. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I'm more excited about it than than uh, the Game of the Thrones prequel. I am too. But the Game of Thrones prequel is coming out significantly much closer than the D&D trailer. The D&D trailer still doesn't have a release date, so that's going to be at least next year at the earliest. 
Oh, color me excited. I really, really am, am excited for that. Um, what was that movie? Enchantment or whatever? It was also like a, it was a, a disenchantment. It was a movie also starring Natalie Portman in a fa- it was a fantasy movie with a a comedy that had um it was just like disenchant. I don't know. It, it, it was it was all right. You know, it wasn't you know stellar, but you know, it was fun. Where did it come from? Where's this coming from? Well, just it's a fantasy movie, also starring Natalie Portman. I like, <laughs> I, I like, I like a good fantasy movie, and like this Dungeons and Dragons movie also looks pretty good. And for hardcore fans of the game, like there is so much fun stuff in this trailer. You've got Albear, you've got Gelatinous Cube, you've got a mimic. I'm like, that's great. Like stuff we never get to see in the old Dungeons and Dragons movie, which is Brian's favorite movie ever. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. Can't wait. But yeah, it's it, it does look good. I'm surprised. I'm actually really surprised. I like in my I, I knew they were working on a D&D movie and no anytime I bring it up there's like there's no way that's going to be anything about that's going to be good cuz it is really hard to make a D&D movie. Like cuz those two just kind of don't mix very well, I don't think. But I don't know. Maybe well, I there's tons of D and D books. I mean, you could they could easily adapt the books into a movie. I don't know why they haven't tried that. They always try to do something original. They could. They should. Just How much ad- money does this company have? I don't know. They, they seem to be all over the place nowadays. Did D and D just get like mega popular? I don't understand what's going on. This they seem to be making like a, Tiny- they're making video games. They're T- making books. They're making shows. They're making like it's, they're everywhere. Well, Stranger anyway. Things kind of got de- injected D and D into the masses a little bit because the seasons yeah, usually start true. with D and D, and there's Tiny Tina's Wonderland for people. But who it's, did, it's kind of like a small, it. like it, Stranger Things isn't like all in on D and D. It's kind of like a very small part. It's referenced though, and they usually start off the uh, seasons playing D and D. It's like, usually in the first episode. Yeah, it's, I guess. it, it kind of starts off. It's, you got the Demi Gordon, we got the Mind Flare, we got Vecna. Uh, I guess season three, they didn't really start off with D&D. Will wanted to play D&D really bad, but everyone kept ignoring him the entire season three. But um, just the whole show, he's kind of ignored the entire... (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. He's got this whole gay subplot where, like, he's upset about it, but no one's... (laughs) But even his brother is like, you can talk to me about it, but they don't ever have a conversation. I'm like... Why? Why did he even put this in there? Like it, it's it's, it's really bizarre. It's like they're still just gonna ignore him. They make him even feel feel worse about himself. I don't know. Like I feel like there should have been at least a conversation, but there was only a conversation about having a conversation. Well, you can have they they'll have that conversation next season next because season. where else are they gonna go? <laughs> oh wait, the the whole problem hasn't been solved yet. Yeah, we don't have to true. dive into that. There's gonna be another no. season of Stranger Things. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, mean potatoes time. Mean, mean potatoes. Yeah, that works for me. All right. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, directed by Taika Waititi. David, what are you rating this one? What are you rating this one? I'm gonna go with like a seven point seven, seven point seven five to eight. It was seven point seven five to. To, to, it's it's like you know this is a new this is like a new ratings like this has yeah. never been done before we've done yeah. halves and I'm, we've done I'm holes doing, now I'm you're doing... getting you you can't get too advanced here my math is gonna get like you can't get like we got to keep it simple well it's it's like it's like it's like teetering between a, a high seven and an eight it's just it's pretty good for me Thor Ragnarok was probably one of the best MCU films ever at probably like a nine nine point five uh, this movie pretty solid. 
I enjoyed it. Uh, its rating is lower because it did not. It was wasn't quite as funny as as the last one and, and good overall, but it was still pretty good. Uh, Brian, your thoughts? So, I've been battling with myself <laughs> since I've seen this movie. I've had an internal battle, and I know I could solve. I just figured like yesterday night. After we stopped playing Tiny Tina, I was like, <laughs> I could finish this battle <laughs> if I would Tiny just watch Tina's Ragnarok. I would need to watch Ragnarok again, because right now, I got the hot take of, I think I like this more than Ragnarok. Really? <laughs> but I have to watch Ragnarok again, because I feel like that's not true. Because everything I see is telling me that's not true, but in my mind, it's, like, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's true. What does your heart tell you? <laughs> My heart is telling me this is better than Ragnarok, but I feel like that's not real if I were to watch Ragnarok again. It's it's not real. Ragnarok is definitely a better movie. Yeah, I really liked Ragnarok. I also really like this movie. However, comma, I can pick I can pick fun at this movie more than I can pick fun at Ragnarok. So I guess that might be a little help towards uh, Ragnarok being better because there's Absolutely. definitely points in this movie where I do have problems with. It. I'm sure we'll talk about those. But there's also points where I think the highs are very high in this movie, and I do uh, like it a lot. So I'm going to give it. You know, I'm going to copy you. If we're going to do all these decimal things, that's seven point seven five as throw well. Some, throw some decimals in there. Seven point seven five six two four. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Divided by multiplied. <laughs> But we'll yeah, get, that's what we'll I'm get, gonna. I'll, we'll I'll give it around the same score you do. I think I might have to watch Ragnarok again to really solidify my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I enjoyed this movie. It did have some lackluster things. I mean, it might have been the fact that Ragnarok was um, after Thor one and two, which were awful, and and Thor three was just so much better than the previous ones. But I I do think Thor three is probably one of my high points for the entire MCU. Oh yeah, al- for sure. Al- along with Doctor Strange one. Um, for sure and, and iron man one so i mean like these are some of my favorite mcu movies um a lot of comparisons i've been seeing uh it, like maybe not a lot maybe four and maybe i've seen about four comparisons of people comparing this movie to being as good just as good as thor 2 and that's it and i don't think that's fair i think this movie is way better than thor 2 this movie is way better Crystal than or whatever the heck it's called even though, like, one of the big problems we've had with Phase 4 is that it hasn't moved forward the the story. Um, this movie also does more of that, uh, not moving anything ahead. But this is still a better movie than the other one. So, I, you know, that's what saved this movie from, like, a 7 or a below 7. Because, um, you know, a straight 7. You, br- you bringing up that uh, it doesn't bring this the story forward. Te- I got a bone to pick with everybody. We've been saying since, like, before December, this phase is going nowhere, and we've got a little pushback for that, and now everybody's saying the same thing. Yeah, people are, rating, I, people, are, saying it. people are rating this movie worse because this movie isn't pushing the, the thing forward, and I'm like, not, the only movie that has actually attempted moving the overall general story forward forward has been the Eternals because we got Blade and we got uh, Jon Snow's new new superhero character that's going to come out of that and we've got you know the, uh, the the Celestials and all that stuff like that that's like world building and, and everything kind of just gets resolved in these other movies where it, it doesn't seem like it really builds off of anything so then there's no like end credit scene where it's like 
you know, they would show Thanos at the end of every movie where he's just, like, sitting in a chair saying, like, it's almost time. I'm gonna do stuff soon, guys. Yeah, but they, they don't have any of that. I It's still not confirmed who the big bad is supposed to be. I, I thought it was supposed to be Kang. I mean, I thought that's all signs point to Kang. I think because of, because of we had this conversation. I think this is my my thought is Kanan's going to be like an Ultron, where that Ultron level threat, where he's kind of like he's a big bad for like two or three movies, and then he has to be taken down by a bunch of people. Ultron, and then there's going to be a bigger that. one that's like actually does something. That's what I think Kane's going to be because uh, Kevin Feige said that he's hinted at who it is in quite a few movies and he doesn't think anybody's picked up on it yet but i don't i don't know there's marvel experts out there nobody seems to know so i don't know what this guy's smoking <laughs> i don't know it's thor thor's gonna be the new bad guy of the mcu that actually that actually would probably be a problem like, thor is pretty powerful now <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically. david yeah what was your thoughts on natalie portman coming back because this is my most controversial opinion about this movie what did you think about her um i was fine with her coming back um i mean of course this is spoilers this is at the hawks we spoil everything all the time no matter what i know this is pretty early in the movie but uh, she's dead at the end of the movie and i was not expecting that i was expecting this to be a passing of the torch movie so that you know chris hemsworth hangs up his mantle thor and then mighty thor jane foster continues forward through phase four and five as mighty thor that's that's that was kind of my expectation seeing jane foster back in this movie that they've been passing the mantle and i didn't watch the hawkeye show but i know hawkeye is kind of like passing the mantle to the new girl hawkeye you know iron man's dead so Riri williams is gonna show up we've got like the young well um, iron man is gonna be replaced by uh What's her name? Like Iron Braveheart, Iron yeah. Brave, or something it, it, like yeah, that. Yeah, isn't her name like Riri? Riri. Oh, I'm not sure what her like name that. is. I like, think you said I, Reed Richards. No, no, Riri Wilson. I can't remember. I, I haven't read the comics. Well, whoever it is, it's somebody. Ironheart. Some, but yeah, a, a yeah. girl is going to be taking over the Iron Man. I, I, and you know, we've got we've had some passing of the torch thing. You know, ca- you know, we've had Captain America get old and. You know, the Falcons now Captain America. Oh my god! This this sounds like it's going to be a nightmare. So it, it just it just feels like we've had all this like passing of the torch. So I, mean, I just figured this would be this is like the only superhero who's gotten a fourth standalone movie is Thor. So you, I figured this was going to be the passing. His last one. Yeah, I think everybody thought that. Yeah. So I, and then the fact that they killed Jane at the end was confusing and odd, considering like why can't someone else make a wish? Like one person got their wish. Now why can't? Thor have his wish and bring. Back. I don't. Know. Well, she. I mean, this is Marvel. I, I, Anything can happen. She, they can bring her back if they I, need to. I, I know, which is why you shouldn't kill her in the first place. I'm sick of like you know, you kill someone, you bring them back. Like just, just don't kill them. I didn't like that she kind of just got shoehorned in as like just mighty Thor and gave no reason to why she got these powers. She just like walked up to the hammer one day because she was curious or because she missed Thor or something, and the hammer just like fixed itself and she held it i don't understand why that was a possible thing but did you go for a bathroom break i did why did i <laughs> did i miss there's no way i missed something <laughs> yeah there is so like there's a flashback where, where thor and jane are living together and like jane's doing something and and thor's talking to his hammer he's like you know if i'm gone or whatever you should take care of her 
Which really? is why. So he, he basically wishes to Mjolnir that if he loses it for any reason or if he's not around for any reason, that Mjolnir take care of, 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 of Jane. So when she reads, she, she reads a book and finds out that Mjolnir is supposed to bring health, which I don't know why it kills her if it's supposed to bring health, whatever. But um, it, it, it basically, since Thor has Stormbreaker, um, the, the hammer's passed on to her. So when she goes near it, it comes back together. Huh. Because Thor wished for the hammer to be back together, so you would. You, so I you totally t- missed that. <laughs> so you took a bathroom break when like, when they explained the part why the hammer uh, is hers now. Yeah, um, dude, when you gotta go, you gotta go. What am I, I supposed I, to do? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, I I get it. But you know, I pee twice before the movie and once right after. <laughs> so I I wouldn't miss anything. But uh, yeah, so I guess uh, that's more okay. She's more acceptable now. Yeah, I, I mean, still feel I, like she was kind of shoehorned in though. Uh, uh, well, I kind of wish, like, if Thor was talking to his weapons, I kind of wish they would have sprinkled that in before. Right, this is new. This is a new thing. <laughs> this is a new thing, which is also really funny because I love it when, like, Thor is talking to He's like, oh, man, my old. And then, like, and then like uh, Stormbreaker comes in. He's like, no, no, you're, you're the. You're, you're my. Of course you're my weapon now. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like, you're like for a me. girlfriend. You're for me now. <laughs> it was really fun. I, 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 like, like, making Chris Hemsworth Thor into, like, a comedian. Best decision Taika Waititi made about Thor because it's oh yeah because it Chris Hemsworth's amazing. great great I mean like you know I know the 2016 uh, Ghostbusters movie is a hot topic and everyone hated it but Chris Chris Hemsworth was by far the best part of that movie oh yeah he's he's he is great he's great uh, shifting gears a, a little bit from the hero to the villain what did you think of uh, Mr. Christian Bale's uh, Christian Bale's Gad Butcher. What did you think of him? I thought he did a fantastic job. However, for being the God Butcher, didn't didn't do a whole lot with it. Didn't he? He didn't really butcher. He butchered one God on screen, and then the rest of it was like, "This is just what he does, guys. He just butchers gods." But he didn't really do too much of that. Um, I wish there was some kind of like time scale like did this happen just like minutes before the movie started like like stuff Thor was going on was this a long time ago like I, I just wish there was some kind of like timeline to know how long he was around butchering gods or did was it just super recent and he just started killing things because I don't think that was particularly clear I mean Christian Bale's a really good actor so he did a great job I, it's like most MCU villains. They're pretty like one note, one dimensional. Yeah, sure. He was sad that like his daughter died, and he was like he was like basically worshiping the god, and then just flipped on a coin, instantly. The oh, I'm gonna kill him now. I mean, maybe the sword, <laughs> maybe the sword possessed him a little bit, but also like, well, the, it was, the like, sword is like a evil like uh, artifact or whatever. I don't but know. but you think that like you know. <laughs> The god would try to get rid of it or destroy it, not at least leave it near a guy he's like patronizing. Yeah, one would think, but I guess that's because <laughs> they what literally because he they literally just killed the last guy who had the sword, the king or whatever, which is why yeah. they, which is why he made that fountain of bounty oasis where like there was food and stuff everywhere. Christian Bale starving, nominating up all the food, and he's like, "What is this dude doing here?" And like, oh, we don't like you know. We don't care we what don't. our subjects say. And it's just like, what? And speaking of gods, Zeus. Russell Crowe played Zeus. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I thought he did a great job representing 
Zeus because most places that represent what Zeus is, he's kind of like this all-powerful, perfect human being. He's or dad, he dad bod Zeus. Yeah, and Zeus kind of sucks, like OG Zeus that like the Greek people came up with and oh, believed. Yeah. Like oh. he was kind of an awful person. Oh, he was a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> it, and I feel like we got a little bit of that in this, even though it's like the comic book version of Zeus. But like this Zeus is like pretty. It's, it's getting more accurate to what Zeus from the greek times was yeah it was like and uh you're this close from not getting invited to the orgy thor he was really into orgies i mean you like them i mean back from the greek times i mean yeah and and no. thor had a had a full nude scene yeah didn't see that coming <laughs> no which is weird because i i read an article that he was excited to show his butt on screen but i've also read articles in the previous movies where he was uncomfortable having a shirt off so like, because they're kind of objectifying him with the muscles and stuff like that. I'm like, what? He is jacked. This dude is, this <clears throat> dude, I mean, he definitely, he's definitely taking steroids, but like, he's huge. <laughs> he's, he, I don't know what, how, what kind of workout he's doing, but that dude is ripped. <laughs> oh, I saw, I saw another article that he got even, he got biggest he's ever gotten uh, for this Thor movie. And his wife was like, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, it's a, it's a lot of work to maintain that. That's not like you, you go like a week and you're going to lose like 20 pounds of muscle. You got to keep working out when you got like that kind of body. Yeah. But yeah. That's, 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 that was wild. That was, that was wild. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, other characters that I uh, enjoyed. The sad, the um, sad part was that uh, Natalie Portman and um, Valkyrie uh, were like, oh, okay, we'll take our costumes off. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. But, I know, right? But uh, speaking of Tessa Thompson, I like Tessa Thompson. She's really cool. Good. The only weird thing I thought about her is that, like, the way she dressed, it felt like she just like rolled out of bed in real life and just went to set and she whatever she was wearing. They were just like, Yeah, this is this is fine. She always was wearing like sweatpants and like a baggy t shirt. She was never wearing anything because she's like the the king or queen or whatever of Yeah, uh, she's the king of New Asgard. New Asgard and she's just running around wearing like shorts and sweatpants or or a t shirt or whatever. Mm. I thought that was great. I got a kick out of that. I don't oh. know who made that costume decision, but I, it, it felt it felt like she just kind of like rolled up on the scene and she was like, "Hey guys, I'm ready." <laughs> that was my. That was a cool part. I like Tessa Thompson though, so I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. No, she's good. I like her. I mean, she was great in uh, also Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, she was good. In, she was good. In, every everything that she's in, she's good. She's good in Westworld. She's good in Creed. She's good. In, she's just good. She's just overall cool. Yeah. Hashtag Tessa Thompson's cool. <laughs> sure. Tweet that one out. That I one hasn't it. happened before. Yeah, Tessa Thompson's cool. So, the story here. Uh, did you feel... I felt like they were amping up this this story and not much really ever came of it. Or It kept saying, like, you know, this... The God Butcher, he's, like, dangerous. They're, like go to this like god where all these gods live where zeus was and they're telling new asgard how dangerous he is and he the he captures uh kids in a cage team team kids in a cage Mm -hmm. but nothing really ever nobody nothing bad happens to anybody like nothing besides that one god in the beginning and then maybe a few side 
background characters died, and then obviously Natalie Portman, but she didn't die because she got killed. She died because she was sick. Other yeah. than that, I feel like it was like they're building up this giant thing, and it kind of just poofed out at the end, and nothing happened. Well, he he cut off um, what's her name's arm. Um, can't remember her name. Siv. 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 La- La- Lady Siv. They cut off Lady Siv's yeah. arm, and he, he killed that like dog god thing that was all frozen over. Like he killed other. I mean, they showed a couple things that he had killed, but we didn't know them, so we didn't really care. Yeah, I guess it didn't matter. But like yeah. that's because that shot was like right out of a comic book. I've seen people like post a shot of the comic book where that like dog thing is dead. Oh, that giant like mountain looking thing. That's that dog. Yeah, that dog on its side or whatever. That's yeah, dead. it was in yeah. the winter, right? It was yeah. in like the winter. It was all okay, frozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I've seen that. Like it's it's. Like, Why couldn't we out of see that fight? Page. That's that fight would have been dope. Yeah, that would have been. I, I I think Marvel kind of. Um, mandated the movie be under two hours so there might have been scenes that were cut how do you feel about that though what mara people limiting how long a movie should be uh i am completely against it if it's if it makes the movie make more sense uh leave it in if it makes the movie flow better leave it in i mean i understand like the with the lord of the rings they had to cut those movies because they were already so long but honestly i believe the special editions are the only way to watch lord of the rings films because without those those foot like they're longer films but they feel shorter because the pacing is better. Like I'm like I've I, ever since the like, beginning, uh, since when Brian joined the podcast, like uh, pacing has been one of the things I've probably talked about the most uh, when it comes to the things we reviewed because we've been doing more movies instead of TV shows and pacing like huge. And the Lord of the Rings movies are better paced with the extra footage, so they feel shorter, even though they are longer. So pacing is a big thing. So I mean, like this movie didn't like feel obnoxiously long so i could have dealt with more stuff coming I, I, it, it felt like as long as it was it didn't feel short or it didn't feel longer it was well enough paced i i didn't dislike the movie uh building up the god butcher more would have probably been Help. better because i all like except for thanos because we kept seeing thanos all over like you know they kept building up what a big bad he was which was great and that he was in two Avengers movies, so that you know, like yeah, as a big bad, you know, you know, you know, uh, Endgame and Infinity War, or vice versa, you know, you know what I mean. Sure. Like, he was in, he was a, the kind of the main bad for two two movies, so you kind of got to know him more. A lot of times in these movies, they just kind of introduce him, and who's he's bad? You got to kill him at the end. Like they they never they almost never keep the villain around. No, which they is, never do. Which is oh, almost which is, almost never, like, never, unless the, it's a bigger, bigger bad like Ultron. Yeah, oh, well, well, they they killed Ultron. Um, yeah, but, but he had like remnants going on for like next few movies. There's always people would be like, oh, that was Ultron. Like they just did in uh, Doctor Strange. They had that multi dimension when well, they yeah, went to. But that was Reed. That was Reed Richards's. Um, well, yeah, but I'm saying like they—he's been brought back up. They didn't kill him and yeah. like never talk about him again. Like, there's yeah, sure. most most Marvel villains are killed at the end of that movie and they're never talked about again. Well, th- th- that's where the good thing that Wanda was the bad guy in Doctor Strange because you know she's not dead because she's Wanda. So I mean, like, it was nice having a bad guy that wasn't killed. It would be nice if that happened more so that like you know we can build them back up. Can you imagine if they make her the big bad and all she wants is, like, her kids? (laughs) What a bad villain that would be, huh? (laughs) Oh, man. Like, don't don't retread that plot, please. (laughs) 
<laughs> We've already I had feel it. Like, I feel like it's possible, man. I feel, I, like it's, I feel like it's a thing that could happen. <laughs> she forgets everything that happened in Multiverse of Madness and does it again, even though she learned her lesson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's going to have it again. She's going to no, have it again. Yeah, uh, long movies are cool, I guess. I don't really have a problem with them, but if they start pushing three hours... I don't want to watch them in theaters anymore. The theater seats aren't always that comfortable. And after three hours, man, it's like, I got to like use the bathroom. I'm getting hungry. Like it's like, put an intermission in there or something, but well, the gods in general is the movie about Stonewall Jackson. That was like four hours long and there was an intermission in that. So you can get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, I, was- I, if a movie's going to be that long, I would like to have like a 10 minute break or something like that, just to get up and stretch my legs to so sit down for, it's like three and a half. If it's a three-hour movie, you're sitting there for three and a half hours, and like that's a long time to just sit in the darkness when yeah. you don't really have much food, or you, well, actually, you have too much food, and you got this giant thing of pop next to you. You get a big old sodi pop, and you drink like a quarter of it, and you're like, okay, I got to pee four times now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with movies being long if they're good, if they're entertaining and paced oh, well. Yeah. I don't care how long a movie is. Like, granted, if you're starting to push that four-hour limit or, you know, three-hour, maybe do an intermission. Because, I mean, you know, like I said, got to get up and pee. I don't want to miss things. So, I mean, they did an intermission in a three-hour movie, you know, hour and a half. That's that's probably good, right? So, I mean, I, I don't think movies should be mandated to be under two hours. I don't know. I just don't think that's cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that either. Especially in Marvel movies that criminally underdevelop their their villain. I would. I want a more developed villain. I mean, you're gonna get a felony charge. Marvel's getting a felony charge for underdeveloping their villains. They should. I mean, I mean, uh, I, I like to develop villains. I mean, it to this day, it's why Final Fantasy VII is probably my favorite Final Fantasy game because it's got the most developed villain of. Pretty much any of the Final Fantasy games in it, like it's. it's well, I mean, it, it, that it's is just, just a good game, though. It's not like just I mean, because it's a villain. Well, it's, no. not, it's a pretty solid package. <laughs> it, it is a solid package, but I mean, like he's one of the most developed villains in video game history, and, and probably movie history too. He's extremely well developed, and like I get it. I get when you see Sephiroth's backstory. I get it. I see. I see why you're this evil. Do I, I agree? Not really. But I understand where you're coming from psychologically. You've yeah. been messed up in the head, and you know if I was in that position, I might go crazy too. So I mean, I get it. But like, so many villains just are just one note. Like the Emperor Palpatine, just a one note villain. This guy, such a one note. I mean, granted, his daughter died. He was avenging his daughter. But I mean, like, once you've killed your god, like, why are you killing all the gods? Are all the gods <laughs> are all the gods going to be that bad? I mean, like. Some of them, maybe. Going to him, like, yes. Uh, oh, you know, but also the sword kind of made him crazy. But I mean, it's not—I don't know—it's—it's it's not as compelling as like building up a guy's a full story and fleshing him out, like giving him more than one or two notes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I—I I like—I like a good developed bad guy, and I—I I want more of that. I want a bad guy I can understand and like see why he is the way he is, and not just that he's just bad because he's a bad guy. The bad guy. He's the bad guy. We gotta get him. We gotta get him. Now, I want to talk about my least favorite thing about this movie because we haven't talked about it yet. Wow. Yeah. They didn't let the jokes, they didn't let one serious moment play out. I get it. Like, this movie doesn't have to be like. 
the movie doesn't have to be like the Citizen Kane of Marvel seriousness, but like some like they like when Jane was in the hospital, she was. Like, like, may, like there ha- there can be some serious stuff where you're not like throwing around a joke every single possible situation. The rain, because most of the jokes, this movie is entertaining and all that. Korg, especially, we still got to talk about Korg because he's pretty great. But there's too many jokes, and a lot of them fall flat. And I feel like they should tone those jokes. I felt like they should have toned those jokes back, and just kind of like let a serious play out, let a serious thing play out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I gotta agree. There were some things that were meant to be funny that just weren't, which is why the last movie was better, because the last movie was... The jokes landed, and they landed so much better, and the movie was funnier for it. This movie had some jokes that didn't land, yeah. which uh, which which kind of detracted from the overall funny of the movie. I think he was trying. Maybe he was trying too hard. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. He was trying to make more of a more of a lighthearted rom-com because he said it's vikings and sp- it's a rom-com viking vikings in space i think that's something that chris hemsworth said so if that's what they're going for they did get that but a little too many jokes korg though korg is great taiko atiti is just like just he's just funny his voice is funny like the way he moves and acts is funny he's just a funny guy and korg just a pile of rocks <laughs> Just with his little weird voice that he's got. Man, yeah. that guy's great. I hope Korg is just in more movies because he's just great. I don't think he will be. I think he's only going to be exclusive to Thor movies because Taika Waititi's playing what a, him. So. What, what, what about his husband? What about his husband, Dwayne? <laughs> Who knows? Dwayne Who knows, the, man? Dwayne the Rocks. Yeah, Dwayne the Rocks. I, I don't know. We'll have to see what they, what they do with him. But yeah, I, can you imagine just... He's the director of Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. and he's got a mocap suit on as he's like directing, and he's like, "Oh, this is my scene. I got to get in it." Mm-hmm. Is he the one like saying "cut"? Do you think like he they're like playing on a scene, and then he's like, "Cut"? Pro- probably. I mean, he he was also one of my favorite parts of Free Guy. Taika Waititi as the the CEO guy. Uh, he, yeah, the CEO. He was great. I, I, yeah, I, I, I love him. And we talked a little bit about it, but he's doing the next Star Wars trilogy movie. I don't know what the heck it is, but he said Speaking he said he's like I'm tired of these of of these like same fifteen characters. We're doing something new, which is like cool, Taika. You're a pretty cool guy. Yeah, it's it's also funny. Speaking of Star Wars, he asked he asked Natalie Portman on set. He's like, Hey, do you want to meet a Star Wars movie? Forgetting she was in three. She's kind of like a critical component. It's not like she was like a background character where it's like, <laughs> I guess she could be in another one. Like if you're just like this super side background character. But no, she kind of plays a pretty important role. So I don't think she's going to be able to be in the new ones with Taika, unfortunately. <laughs> she could just play her great, 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 great grandmother since it's supposed to be like, isn't it supposed to be like thousands of years in the past? Like the older, old, like way, way older. I don't know. what I don't know what he's doing. He hasn't really said, I don't think. But he said they're all new characters, which is cool because I like new characters. And Star Wars is talking about the same fifteen characters and plot points since the seventies. Yep, desperately needs new characters. There's that. David, do you have any more thoughts on Thor: Love and Thunder? Because I I I got one more, and all I got is that at the end when uh, Thor is running with that little girl, that's his real daughter in real life. That's the last thing I wanted. That's the Easter egg of the day. 
Oh, I mean, we forgot the two most important characters of the movie. The two goats, the two goats from Goat Simulator. Oh my gosh, I forget. I never. I, oh man, I got my notes. I never even wrote down about the goats. The goats were great. The goats, the goats great. made this movie bump up like a whole point. <laughs> How could you not mention the goats? They're they're fantastic. I, I forgot about the goats. Yeah, the goats are pretty fantastic. They are definitely a high in this movie for I, I, sure. I mean, like half the funny parts were because of the go- half the funny parts that landed were because of the oh, goats. Yeah. So I mean, this movie would have lost a whole at least a whole point, maybe one point seven five. Whoa! <laughs> Without the goats from Goat Simulator, that was just. <laughs> <laughs> the goats the goats are pretty cool they should have i hope i really hope they have goats again because the goats were really cool and, and actually the uh the dynamic between the two weapons that thor has stormbreaker and mjolnir how like he they he's like, like you gotta behave now please behave yeah like he's never talked about like ta- actually talking to his weapons like you already brought up i really like, wish i really wish he would have done that in the last movie like like at yeah. least accept like, the groundwork for it but i mean this movie has a flashback back when they were dating during like the first two thor movies and he was talking to mjolnir yeah but that's kind of like it's it wasn't it's like a weird retcon. Like I, I just kind of wish you would have yeah. laid the laid the groundwork for it a little bit in the last movie. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been nice. Foreshadowing is also is always needed and nice, but this movie kind of like foreshadowed by like. <laughs> well, they did flash. They did flashbacks. So I mean, I, that's kind. That's a, That's not fair. That's that's like cheating. That's like a cheating uh, yeah. way to do it. Yeah, the goats were. It's like a ten out of ten for yeah, sure. Go, the goats are go, really cool. Go, goats are the goats are great. Ah! Like just, <laughs> just the screaming goats. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely great. I I, I hope uh, to see them in the next Thor movie if this is not the one. Um, I hope there is. Oh, uh, also the post credit scene. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Oh yeah, Hercules. I guess I don't know. I don't know what they, they have every post credit scene. I don't know what any the characters are. I don't know what the heck's going on. I don't know like what does Hercules have to do with anything? I, this, I mean, just showing me a character doesn't do anything anymore. I don't I, know who these people are. Which I mean, like apparently they're gonna try and keep Chris Hemsworth around because I think Hercules is gonna be Thor's new villain. I guess. And if if they keep going, I, so like all these post credit things like don't mean anything to me lately because I mean like even going back to Guardians of the Galaxy two, we've got like the cocoon with Adam Warlock in it. We haven't like heard or seen that cocoon with Adam Warlock. I like all these post credit scenes aren't doing anything anymore. It just even I guess that was during phase three. Like we still haven't had payoff from stuff from the last phase. Come yeah. on, like when are we gonna move the plot forward? I mean, I'm giving this movie a pass for not moving it forward because it was such a good movie compared to a lot of the other stuff in Phase Four so far. But well, this just, is something. Not moving the story forward has been something that's been on our minds since, like, maybe Shang Chi, definitely Spider Man, but maybe Shang Chi. Yeah, I mean Shang Chi, uh, it was it was a thing, but yeah, Spider Man for sure because it was like. It was like anti-story because they were removing him completely. Yeah, and then, <laughs> it's anti-story. Yeah, because they're just removing him completely from the from the from the universe. And then, Doctor yeah, actually, <laughs> the movie 
Does that, the movie didn't even really exist. The movie takes away from the universe. Yeah, the movie took away from the, <laughs> from the overarching story. That's well, that, funny. That's, I never thought of it that way. Well, that's that's why I was so down on it. I mean, it was an entertaining movie, but I was really down on it because it, it didn't move the story forward. And, and it took away from the story by removing Spider-Man in that way. And then we got Multiverse of Madness, which barely even references Spider-Man. Like, I thought that was going to tie in a lot more. Nope. Like it's well, just, it can't because nobody knows who Spider Man is anymore. But the trailer tied it in. The the trailer of of, of Multiverse of Madness ties more into the Spider Man movie than the actual movie does itself. That's true. Like you thought they would have built on that a little bit, like, but they did not. Like not no, at all. And that's something we didn't really touch on during our Multiverse of Madness show. But it is what it is. <laughs> We're touching on it now. Yeah, I just... I, we're like, we're, the way we do our podcast for Marvel movies is like the way Marvel does their movies. It's like yeah. we use a little bit each, we'll, we'll each time for, to make a complete story. We'll, 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 we'll touch on it. Like, like I, like I, you know, after after Endgame, I was starting to get Marvel fatigue, and now it's starting to super set in with no forward momentum. Like, it was starting to set in then, and now I'm just kind of like... I mean... I, it's kind of a bread and butter to talk about the big movies, and Marvel movies are like most of the big movies that come out in a year, it feels like. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll still be covering them, but I just hope this goes We're starting not soon. to enjoy. The, the, it's, well, we, I've been saying it for a while that it feels like, but they keep making their movies as one single movies are always solid. They've been solid for years now. It's just, you want, we're, we're wanting a little bit more, I guess. And maybe we'll get that. Maybe we won't. Who knows? I mean, I, it's, it just feels like they're getting complacent. It's like they, they know their formula and they're just playing it super safe. Yep. And it's like the same movie over and over again. Like, give us something a little bit more. Develop develop your villains, please. Love of Before, develop your villains. Chris, Hem- Chris Hemsworth did say, like, he wants to keep playing Thor just to stick it to Hugh Jackman to beat him with Wolverine. Because <laughs> well, Hugh Jackman's played Wolverine for well, 16 years, I think? 15, 16, it something like that? a long time. Because, I mean, the first X-Men movie in the 90s and then Logan in, what, 2018? I, yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what the... It's, it's between 15 and 20 years he played Wolverine and... Chris Hemsworth said, like, he's getting close and he wants to just beat him just to stick it to him. Because <laughs> they're both Australian, so I'm sure they're friends. And he's like, I'm just going to do it to beat you. Yeah. Can you imagine them two just, like, at the pub and he's like, I'm just going to play Thor just long enough so you don't have that record anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one, no one's, no one's going to beat Leonard Nimoy. Well, no. But like he's <laughs> he played he played Spock in 1966 and he played Spock until he died. Like he was in like the 2016 or 17 movie Into Darkness. Like <laughs> yeah, he's got he's gonna have the record for longest Star Trek character. Like Leonard Nimoy's got the record. <laughs> yeah, he'll have that record for sure. Unless William Shatner shows up in something. Uh, there. The, I mean, he still can. He, he can. still can. Yes, he's still around to do it. <laughs> I would do it if I were him. I'm sure he could easily get in one of these Star Trek shows very easily. He, all he'd have to do is make one call and say, I want to be in it. And they'd be like, oh, okay, okay, get him in. <laughs> I don't Probably. know. I, I feel like people are trying not to have William Shatner in it because he, he always says he wants to. And then when they don't invite him, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> well, he does seem kind of like a horrible person. He's starting to not see Every time I see him, he's kind of like, kind of sucks. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I've heard horrible things about him, and I've heard he was really bad at cons. I met him once at a con. He didn't seem awful, but I mean, like, maybe he was having a good day. I, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of William Shatner news that we didn't get to earlier, William Shatner said that, uh, like, I guess at Comic Con, that's which is happening this weekend, right now, right now, as we speak. Um, that uh, he, he said that he knew Gene Roddenberry from working on the original series, and he said Gene Roddenberry would be rolling in his grave at uh, how bad and, and non Star Trekky all these new shows are. And I, I've I've gone on record many many times saying these new shows don't feel like Star Trek when we were doing them episode by episode. Um, I mean. <sighs> William Shatner's right, he wouldn't, but also a lot of the best Star Trek that people love, uh, Gene Roddenberry also didn't sign off on. Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, he hated. Star Trek Six, I don't even know if he was alive for that one, but he probably would have hated that. So, I mean, like, just because Gene Roddenberry doesn't uh, doesn't wouldn't have liked it doesn't mean it, it didn't, wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I don't know. He, he hated some stuff that was great Star Trek, but also this new stuff isn't even great, so who knows? Not me, not me. <laughs> oh, uh, I think I think Lower Decks season three starts in August. Really? Yeah, season three. Yeah. And I, well, I know. I guess we got that coming up. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, I haven't Deck- seen. Tra- is there a trailer? Maybe we'll get a trailer this weekend for it. Oh, maybe at Comic Con because there'll I think, be a lot of trailers this think, weekend that'll think, come out tomorrow. Yeah, come out tomorrow. Uh, that uh, I think uh, I think it's August. It's sometime this year. I wanted to say August was the last time I saw news for it so i mean that'd be cool i'm i'm excited because uh season two ended on a cliffhanger and it was a really good season so yeah we'll definitely talk about that when it's finished which will probably be depending on when lord x finishes probably mm-hmm. september, september october or somewhere mm-hmm. in there something like that yeah so david did thunder strike twice do you recommend Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, go watch it. It was good. I mean, it was entertaining. It's probably one of my favorite movies of Phase 4 so far. So, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend uh, go and see it. Have some laughs. The goats will, goats will crack, make crack you up. If the goats don't make you laugh, you're probably not human. <laughs> you might be a goat. You might be a goat. <laughs> you might just go <laughs> at the goats. <laughs> yeah, Thor was good. Recommend it. Go see it. Uh, lightning struck twice. Thor is cool. Taiko Atiti for the win. Yeah, Taiko Atiti's cool. That's all I got. All right. Well, until next time. Who knows what we're talking about because we haven't talked about it. Who knows? You'll just have to be surprised along with us because we don't know either. We have no idea. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. See ya. Email David at at yahoo.com. Or that.